This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. tackling part three of The Ugly Scott Westerfield's first book in The Ugly's trilogy. It is the last hundred pages of the book, and guys, a lot happened. A lot has happened. A lot has happened. We left off. Special Circumstances has just arrived in the smoke. Yep, they just arrived, and they are freaking ready to pop off. Dude, they will not even ready. They are. Like, Tally gets up, and this has already been going on for, like, a minute. Is what it sounds like. Yeah, she wakes up and she's like, mm, I oh? just, oh, this is happening? <laughs> no, and it sounds like, it just sounds so stressful. It says this on uh, page 288 in my book. The camp was chaos of smoke and running figures. Cooking fires had been blown from their pits and scattered embers burned everywhere. Two of the encampments, big buildings were ablaze. Chickens and rabbits scampered underfoot. Dust and ashes coiled in rampant whirlwinds. Dozens of Smokies ran about, some trying to put out the fires, some trying to escape, some simply panicking. And some on fire. Honestly, I feel like I'd probably be the one on fire. We read the subtext there. Some of them are on fire. You know, some of them aren't equipped for a special circumstances invasion. Exactly. But yeah, shit's going wild, and it's scary. And Tally's, like, in my head, a little Baywatch run, being like, where do I hide? Really? You deduced her to a Baywatch run? No, but I think it was really funny to bring it up right now. And she hides near where the boss kind of is. Yeah, she she's hiding. She's realizing, like, fuck, I didn't wear shoes today. Yeah, really bad day. Bad day to forget shoes. Would have been a worse day to wear heels, but this is second... <laughs> Tally on a hoverboard and heels being like, whoa, I'm losing my balance. Oh, God, I hate the mornings. I feel like we like to think of her as much more of a bimbo than she actually is. This is true. I really, this week, am on shimbo energy. Um, but anyway, so she's hiding, and the boss is actually hiding where she's been hiding. Yes. And he has his little duffel bag, and he's trying to save, like, important magazines and books because he doesn't want them to get destroyed. And that's why I was like, God, the boss is so pure. Yeah, so he's like, okay, one of us will take off with the magazines, one of us will distract. And then he's like, oh, dear me, you're not wearing shoes. Yep, and he has, like, a Tupperware container mm-hmm. filled with, like, highly pigmented pepper flakes to, like, almost like a pepper spray made it home in a Tupperware container to throw at the special so the other person can get away. Yeah, it makes you cough a lot. Yeah. Like water ice, you know. It's pepper spray or mace or something like that. So Tally, and Tally's like kind of like still trying to like gauge what's going on because she's like, yeah, of course I'll like do this with you. And then he's like, just kidding, you don't have shoes. You have to distract them. And Tally's like, I didn't even know what I was doing in the first place. And he's like, go. And she's like, whoa, whoa. You're on stage. (laughs) And she's like, dealing with this special not well and she like gets some of the, like the pepper in her eyes some on the special and then I think like another person comes and they like take her away yeah because she's trying oh 
poor, God bless her, she's trying really hard not to cough, but she is, like, choking yeah. on the thing that she inhaled. And they hear her, I, when I was reading it back, they hear her just let out the softest exhale. Yeah, she was, like, in the woods hiding, and then they find her. This is, like, this crazy thing I learned about elephants this week, that they just have really good smell. Like, we all know that, but, yeah. like, how we... Decir decipher things via, like, yeah. you know, looking and taste. They just have really good smells. So they're really strong. That's why they don't usually, like, cradle their trunk around things. Huh. They have it long. I don't know. Anatomy. Also, I'm probably paraphrasing. I'm not the smartest person. You know, person. but we get the idea. Elephants have good smells, and so do the special circumstances. Like, they're almost like superheroes. Like, because yeah. they can, like, jump really high. They can run so fast. They have, like, super strength. Yeah. Um, and, you know, they can, like, hear things and see things and smell things. Like, it would be scary to be dealing with them. Yeah, I think they're one step away from teleportation. When I view <laughs> them, I, like, think of someone in horror movies where you get see them get down on all fours and you're like, dear God, no, and then they just run really fast. <gasps> I just started thinking of, do you remember the Animorphs, those book books that uh, you, they have, yeah. like, a kid and then you'd see them morphing into, like, an animal? Like, I feel like we're a step away from them being able to, like, shapeshift into a wolf. I agree. Yeah. Um, so, Tilly gets caught, obviously. Yeah, they take her to the rabbit pen, which is where they have all their little prisoners, and she gets tossed in dramatically, and she's like, oh! oh we I love to do sound effects this episode. <laughs> I know, I don't know what oh. energy we're coming in um, And Croy is next to her, and this is when Croy apologizes to Tally, because he's like, man, you fought the specials, I was wrong about you, and I was like, damn, Croy, if only you knew that yeah. you were right this whole time. He's like, Tally... You're hardcore. Welcome to the club. And then they made a handshake right then and there. Yeah. And meanwhile, Shay is a little bit mad, but oh, she's Shay. figured it out. Shay gets tossed in, and she knows exactly what's happened. And Shay is like, like, the special that tosses her in, they're like, keep an eye on this one because, and they're like, does she have a weapon? And then they're like, no, she's just a, she'll fight back. Uh, she's yeah. being really difficult, but like, her mouth is just bleeding and, like, through gritted teeth, she's like, you did this to Tally. Mm -hmm. And Tally's like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, don't play fucking stupid, you dumb bitch. She didn't say that, but it's implied. It's, Im it's definitely implied that Shay is pissed at her. And that's when Tally's, like, trying to deny it. And Croy's, like, being like, Shay, Tally did not do this. She was part of the specials. She we just just came here. up with a handshake. She couldn't have. Yeah, and then that's when, like, another special goes over there. They're like, hey, you're Tally Youngblood? The, the person we hired to spy and infiltrate this entire thing? You come with us? And Tally's like, no, I don't want to. And they're like, come on, you know who you are. Come on. She's like, oh. <laughs> Uh, putting on a mustache. Yeah. No, that might yeah. be someone else. She's like, that's somebody else. And they're like, no, you're Tally Youngblood, and you made you're the reason we're here and destroying the smoke. Come with us. Yeah, they basically, they really out her as yeah. a spy, because they're like, Dr. Cable wants to talk to you, and Shay's like, mm. Yeah, and, she, and Tally's like, what? I don't know why. But then she meets with Dr. Cable, and Dr. Cable is like, she's a villain I like hate and love at the same time. Yeah. This is where Tally's improv skills come into play she's, so well. She's very good at playing stupid because she, she knows how to. Yes. She's very, I mean, we know this. She's yeah. really good at lying, but she, I was actually really impressed. I don't think I could have thought on yeah, the ball Yeah, exactly. That much. It's like, I know we love to joke about what a dumb bitch Tally is, but she's actually very smart. She's just naive. So um, Dr. Cable's like, you resisted? And she's like, duh, I had to I look to, like I was I a keep, smoky. I had to keep my cover up. And she's like, oh, wow, nice of you. I'm like, what'd you do with the pendant? And she was like, 
I, uh, I, I hit it after I activated it. Yeah, she was like, I didn't want to leave a trace because on the hoverboard you guys, like, put a tracker or something. Blah. I don't know. And Dr. Cable's, like, smiling like, yeah, we did. Yeah. And so she's like, so I destroyed it after I activated it so they wouldn't figure out. And then she's like, well, well, or I think Talia just said she hit it because then she's like, well, then go get the pendant. Yeah. I want it back. And Talia's okay. like... Checkmate. Yeah, because Sally's like, I just, I just like hit it after I activated it, and she's like, cool, give it back to me then. Yeah, and Dr. Cable's like, and BT Dubs, when you do give it back to me, I'm going to send you out with a special forces person, and we're going to tie your hands together. Yeah. And so, Tally's, you know, and she's like, you know, keep up your little charade. And Tally's like, trying to like, figure out how to escape. Like, and she like, I wouldn't have thought of this either. She like, leads him over to like, the roof of like, the bunking area, and she's like, yep, I put it up there on the roof. And he was like, on the roof? And she's like, "Uh uh-huh, it's there on the roof. And that's where all the hoverboards are charging. Mm -hmm. But she has, like, her wrists behind her back still. Yeah. And so, God, she decides to fall off the building so he'll have to catch her because she's like, oh, I'm losing my balance because I can't use my hands. So Mm -hmm. he's like, okay, here's your hands back. No more funny business. Uh, and then she is able to, like, divert his attention, and she gets on a hoverboard and takes off. Exactly. Laura had to explain this part, because this is, yet again, another pretty girl book moment for me, where I was like, okay, combat, I don't, I cannot visualize this in my head, so it's just punching and kicking, and I do not know what's going on. Yeah, and, you know, she's, like, flying over, like, the prisoners, because they're, like, at that point, they're, like, sorting them to be, like, this one goes to this city, this one goes to this city. Yeah, she hops on Croy's hoverboard with, as we said earlier, no shoes, and it's pretty cool, because I did notice this part is when it does knock the special circumstances guy on his feet, because it, like, comes to her underneath him. And she's got to outrun these smart people. Honestly, and yeah, the whole, like, sh- like chase of her being shoeless, trying to, like, figure out a way to outrun these specials, I was stressed. Yeah, I don't know. She was doing, to me, I just kept being like, homegirl, what are you doing? Because I pictured it as, like, a surfboard, and she would sometimes be, like, kneeling. And then on the next page, she'd be, like, on her belly. Yeah, it sounded like she was moving, like, about on the hoverboard to kind of try to move in between things faster. Yeah, and um, then she kind of, like, belly dives into a cave. Yeah. In my opinion. Into the, well, into the cave that her and David hid in um, earlier in the book. They didn't hide there, but that's where he was telling her all about, like, I can trust you and stuff like that. It was like, they're meat cute or whatever. Exactly. Um, but then, you know, she's in this dark-ass cave, and David's like, Tally, is that you? And that's when we find out that David's also in the cave. Yeah. I picture, for some reason, the cave is, like, this little hole. I, I really, I pictured it way bigger than that. For some reason, both caves I picture really small. I don't know why. Yeah. The first one I pictured her literally climbing over rocks and then tunneling down into this, like, abandoned train tunnel. And then oh. they just sit in this small... See, I pictured it as just kind of like, it looks really like a small entryway, but then when you get in there, it's like huge. Yeah. And there's like rocks everywhere. That makes sense. Okay. I would um, probably agree with that. But then, you know, in Tally... Tally's a good liar, or, like, Tally just feels like she has to lie all the time. She lies to David about, like, getting free from the cuffs. Yeah, he's really impressed again, because she's made it on her own. Yeah. yeah. And and he's like, how did you get through these? She's like, I cut them, and it's like, you can't cut these. Yeah. Uh, when it's like, the special cut them, because you're being a little nuisance. Um, but then, you know, they, they, they can't read their heat through these, like, cold rocks, so they get, they hide there for, like, a day and a half. Yeah, and 
he's like, well, you know, wow, um, how do, how did you get away, and things like that, and finally she says that she's been to the Special Forces headquarters. Yeah, and I don't know, yeah, and they, like, kind of just, like, wait for a few days, and they're, like, talking, and, like, just, like, waiting for it to clear up. I don't know why I felt like it was just so romantic to just be, like, in a cave, like, hiding from, like, you know, the law. <laughs> I don't know, I was just, like, is romantic. I was like, I don't know, this is kind of cute, and I also just, like, wanted them to fuck, but they never did, so. I know, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they finally, like, leave the cave after, like, a day and a half, mm-hmm. and, um, the smoke is a mess. Obviously. Yeah. And she like sees this and she's like, We have to go back. We have to save them. And David's like, Wow, you're so brave. And she's yeah. like, Huh? Mm, well, actually, yeah, she's like, this I, is my fault. I did this. She doesn't say that right away. But first, like, they find that um, they've all left their shoes behind because Croy saw that she wasn't wearing them on the hoverboard. So, yeah. like, there's a sea of shoes for her to pick from. And then she also, you know, she's like kind of thinking, like, I think Boss got away. Oh. But then she finds him in the wood, and he's dead, and so she takes his duffel bag with her. Yeah, that was really sad. Yeah, it's just kind of like, it's a few moments of them just kind of, like, taking in, like, this new reality, and then they go to look for David's parents. Yeah, David's like, let's go see if Mommy and Daddy dead. Let's go see Mom and Pa. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy! Uh. <laughs> so we find out, and again... You visualize this as their house was, like, smushed into the side of the mountain. Yeah. Me too. And special circumstances somehow burned his house down. Yeah. I don't understand how. Did they, like, throw a grenade I, into the I side of it? I think so. Like, they, I think they throwed, like, like, a smoke bomb or something into there. That's, like, at least how I read it. Yeah. Um, and he's, like, upset, obviously, but he's like, don't worry. We are ready for this. Yeah, and, you know, they, they kind of go, and they, they realize Maddie and Ez aren't dead, but they're not there, because so they were taken. there's, like, a cool-ass knife that was left behind, and I was, like, waiting for a tragic backstory, and he's like, they never leave their cool-ass knife, and I'm like, okay. But fair, honestly, it's a cool knife. I got a katana from Comic-Con, and that is, would be how you know I am taken. I'd be like, Maggie would have never left without her huge katana. <laughs> so inconvenient but it'd be like i i know this is the first thing not their laptop not water no they pick a katana that like is it sharp did we say no, it's, it's not, not. Yeah, it's not that sharp it's not that sharp i bring well okay maybe i bring water but i like to think that i wouldn't be smart about it i like to think i just take my entire sink. you would bring the michael jordan action figure your katana yeah and then like the street fighter album probably i think i might bring the click book uh, the lip gloss set that you gave me. That'd be so nice of you. To remember you by. Oh my god. Also, if I need food, maybe lip gloss could sustain me for a day. <laughs> you can find, like, granola bars. <laughs> you brought five tubes of lip gloss from 2008. And you find me, and you're like, why did you bring these? And I was like, I was nostalgic for Gogurt. <laughs> <laughs> so gross to think about. Um, okay, but then, like, David's like, we're prepared for this, and they have a panic cave, essentially, yeah, and, um... It's just, yeah, it's just supplies that they have, like, four more hoverboards, a bunch of food in there, water purifier, sleeping bags, clothes, it's Not just... spaghetti. She's like, for the love of God, not yeah. spagnoli. But they have egg sal, which is egg salad that you can you make in the water purifier, which sounds disgusting. Okay, I disagree. You love egg salad, though. I am a slut for Walgreens egg uh, salad, so Oh, I can't do it. I would be like, okay, David, if you'll kiss me after... Let's get married. Uh, but yeah, so this is where they're kind of like, we have to go back and try to rescue them. They don't have a plan beyond like, well, we're going to go there and see what we can do. No, yeah, it's another moment where Tally's like, we have to go. And he's like, you're so brave. And she's like, uh-huh. Uh. 
uh, yeah, I did this whole thing. Um, so they traveled through the desert. Yeah, you know, and, the, like, and at some point through this, we also learned that uh, the reason the Rusties were ruined uh, uh, is because the oil got infected and they don't know where it came from. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I don't, uh, I'm not really a science person. As I've said many times, I'm a pretty girl thing. I'm into pretty girl things like Gossip Girl. And this was really cool to me because I've never seen like an apocalyptic book do anything like this. Yeah. So they have oil got infected and it's like this mold that got into the oil and it changed the chemical composite of it. So every time it touched oxygen, it was like unstable. It would just explode. Yeah. Like it was just busted and it's not everywhere. Planes, (laughs) cars. Uh, And you said you're not a science person. (laughs) I have, I I wrote that oil was exploding and busting and smut all over the little place and everyone died. I just wrote down oil got infected. (laughs) I think we should write history. We should we should write a history book. So save us for the apocalypse because this is why we're important. This is why we're important. Like we're we're putting in our resume now. So when we audition to write the history book for the apocalypse, we're like first in line. Can you imagine we make a bunker and we're just like, "Hello, this is the podcast of the- <laughs> It's just like, you know, we have like a wall of useful things and we also have like the wall of just the katana. And yeah. the old lip gloss, and it's just like uh, just other random shit we would never need. That's a callback. I That's love it. the idea of us digesting science by being like, "Oh no, oh poor me, everyone is dead." <laughs> um, but yeah, they kind of go through this like they travel all over, and they're taking a really long way to get there because they want to be un uh, announced. Unassuming that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, and they kind of get backtracked because there's like some weather thing. Yeah, there's like they like have to sit through a hurricane, which I was like, that's weird. And they Um, start fighting a little bit. Like David storms out, and once we get over that, but it's it's just like it's one of those things where it's like David's just stressed because his parents could be dead. Exactly. Again, weather kind of tune out because I'm like a designer bully the new girl book. And they get to the rusty ruins, and they're like, okay, so this is going to be our home now. And, okay, how close are the rusty ruins to New Pretty Town, do you think? I mean, I don't, well, because they describe this even later in this book, that they're like, the rusty ruins are, it's like, uh, it's a, a ruins that, like, used to hold millions of people. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, the outskirts of the ruins are probably pretty close to New Pretty Town, but I think the entire, like, ruins like, extend further beyond that. Because I would say, like, maybe, like, a couple hours by hoverboard. Maybe? In my mind, I pictured it, like, 40 minutes. Maybe 45. But it would have to be kind of far away, because they start kind of, like, establishing a little, like, click here. Yeah, well, and it's, like, because I remember the first part where her and Shay go to the ruins. Mm -hmm. It seems like it took them a while to get there, because they had to, like, go across the river. They had to walk for a while. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, that is a good question. Let me slide into Scott Westerfeld's DMs and be like, hey, quick geographic question. How far is Rusty Ruins from New Pretty Town? Here's the conflicting <laughs> thing with Scott Westerfield's online social media presence. Very confusing. 5,000 followers on Instagram. Okay, we could get him on the podcast, but 55,000 on Twitter. Maybe. Scott, be consistent with your behavior. Well, it's, he's a writer. He's way better at writing things than he is at posting pictures, probably. You know what? That is true. <laughs> So they're traveling along and they get to the suburbs and Tally's like, yay, finally I can show off um, that I know things that he doesn't. La la la. Yeah, she's got him there. Um, He's like, welcome to my turf, bitch. Welcome to the OC. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's exactly a quote from the book. Don't, uh, don't, don't check us on that though. But don't. we are going to confirm that that is explicitly, explicitly said in this book. book. That's not a bit. Wait, Miss G is also producing this. Could you imagine oh a mere my minority God. of, like, Tally spitting on David like Luke does on Ryan and the OC? I He's haven't like, watched the OC. That's okay. This that's is okay. I'll live vicariously through you. Um, so, yeah, they're kind of going through. She leads him over to special circumstances, and she's like, this is it. And, okay. The James Bond theme music plays as they hack a plan. This is where Not they hatch. Not hack. <laughs> picture how the special circumstances is outlined right now because it sounds like they're on like it's like a tall grassy hill and they're like at the top peering over and down below is where the special circumstances is. it's like in the ground that's how i saw it too okay because they're like we can't go there so like their entire hand their entire plan uh, is to like propel themselves over the hill like, full speed on hoverboard and then, like, fall down with the bungee jackets that we saw from the first party. I, honestly, the hill one confused me because I thought it was up and then I thought that they went down. And then I, when I was doing my notes, you know, just how I pictured it to be, like, the most straightforward, I was like, okay, they tie off in the hoverboard and they just get as high as they can and then just jump off it and land in the middle of the roof. Yeah. That's how I yeah. pictured it to make it easier. Make it make sense. Um, but they're, like, they're like, but how are we going to do this? Just the two of us. And then, like, off in the distance, they see, like, a fading sparkler. And that's when they realize that, like, other uglies are, like, still looking for the smoke. And then they meet these three uglies. Yeah. Um, and they get them to help them as, like, a, create a diversion so that they can, like, break into special circumstances. Mm-hmm. And on their way there, just to make sure everything goes smoothly tally's like oh let me break in and get the bungee jackets and david once again has the only personality being like gassing tally up and yeah. tally's like oh don't. stop keep going oh, oh my god so they meet up with these three people in the woods and pretty smart they're like oh my god the smoke still exists blah 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 and they're like well actually we're like a little traveling circus right now where we're kind of, like, hazing yeah. new members. And then David's like, no, you can just be in it. And Tally's like, so we're, like, hazing new no, members. No, that's not really what happened. I know. <laughs> like, they're, like, she's basically just, like, they don't say the smoke is ruined. They just say, um, like. No, they say that it is traveling. They're, they're moving right now. Yeah. Yeah. They don't say, they, but they don't say it's, like, oh, it's ruined. No, they don't say it's ruined. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I spaced out for a second there. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. No, I was saying that they... But they up. weren't taking new members. It's like, she said that, and they're yeah. moving. They weren't. They weren't taking new members. But it also, I did enjoy the tally kind of at the top. It made it seem then, like a little bit of hazing, and David was like, And then she like, hands them a beer to shotgun, and she's like, do it in ten seconds. <laughs> do it in ten seconds if you want to be in the smoke. But they um, come up with, like, a whole idea. Once they see David, they're starstruck. They're like, we'll do anything for you, David. Yeah, and so, like, the day of, it's like they've gotten a bunch of their ugly friends to, like, be out and about. They set off, like, a, a fireworks they, that say the smoke lives. I thought that was cool. I thought that was really cool, too. So then, um, automatically, like, as they're near special circumstances, like, four hover cars are immediately like, we need to go investigate this and, you know, crack down on these little uglies, be little bitch-ass uglies, and mm-hmm. that's when they propel themselves with the bungee jackets. Yeah, they like hacker voice were in. They jump off the hovercrafts, and there's four of them. So yeah. for their escape plan, they're like, we're going to get on these four hovercrafts. And uh, they land hoverboards. God, there's so many hovers. There's so many hovers. They're so hard. They're going to land on these Listener, four hovers. Listener, we're sorry. There's too many hovers. We can't keep on track. 
And they land on the building, and they're like, okay, where, how are we going to get in? And they find this, like, dark, long, long, Jesus. They find a dark, long shaft, and she honestly just trusts herself. She's like, trust the process. <laughs> trust the process? She loves The Bachelor, that which still exists in this world. Exactly. This, that also exists in this world. Um... As well as Airbnbs. And she jumps into the shaft and, like, lands on the top of an elevator. Yeah, so that's when we realize it's an elevator shaft, which, again, if we call back to our last episode of the Clicks uh, season, where we just kept joking that Dylan was going to get pushed on an elevator shaft. She's also down there. (laughs) They find Dylan's dead body. Uh, Who's this fat, bony skeleton down here? It's like, "Mm, I don't know, but she has very broad Uh, But yeah, kind of creepy. They, like, both go down this elevator shaft, and I'm like, I don't like this at all. Because, like, being in an elevator shaft doesn't sound like something I would like to do. Um, And she's like, okay, I'll whistle for my boo to come down. But she stops, because she kind of hears Dr. Cable talking, and then waits for it, and then whistles, and David comes and down. And then, yeah, they, like, get out, and they're on a floor, and they're like, okay, like, we don't know our way around here. So they're on the floor, they check all the operating hospital rooms, and yeah. then she's like, David, where would you go if you were gonna hold people hostage? And he's like, easy, the basement. And we're like, oh, yeah, okay. Duh. So they're, like, trying to find ways to get down and down and down further, and they start hearing Dr. Cable again, and then they find, like, all of these, like, weird, like, spooky rooms, like, called, like, you know, solitary confinement and something like that. Room. Yeah. And that's where, like, well, duh, everybody's here. Yeah. And then we hear Dr. Cable mm-hmm. coming in. She has her little, like, clipboard or a tablet or something like that. If Dr. Cable, if I could cast her, I think I would make her Tilda Swinton. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Tilda Swinton's so good. Because I was going to say Kate Blanchett, but Kate Blanchett is too hot. Uh, Right? I hope Tilda Swinton is Dr. Cable in the McGee version of The Uglies that's coming out on Netflix. Um, And she's coming down the hall talking, and Tally's like, "Uh uh-oh, we need to hide. And then uh, she comes up with this plan. She's like, let me out myself. Um, I want to be pretty. And then David hits... Dr. Cable knocks her out with, like, that power jack that he yeah, has. Yeah, like, with the butt, yeah, with the butt, something, he just, like, hits it The crowd goes the, wild, it's revealed, they're like, give her the chair! Tally and David are like, let's not save everybody, let's fuck on Dr. Cable's body. <laughs> and that's how book one ends. <laughs> I wish, I wish! Thank you guys, remember to write the podcast. Uh, remember, uh, remember that we will be writing the history book for the apocalypse when it happens. Thank exactly. you. Um, anyway, they, you know, they go into the door, Dr. Cable came out, and David's, like, freeing people, and then we hear this girl going, like, Dr. Cable, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And it's Shay, and she's pretty. I love pretty Shay. Yeah. I think she is so fun. <laughs> I mean, that's the point. They're supposed to be. Honestly, and hear me out. Okay, um, yes, the, uh, the book is problematic in the way that it's, like, it's definitively eugenics, and they shave down skulls, and you're like, okay, this is very heavy-handed. But also, it kind of, it cures depression. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like, it cures your awareness. You don't take initiative. You're just happy all the time. I don't know. If we could have, I, you know what, I'm just gonna skip this bit. <laughs> We can keep it in here because I think it is it is wild to have the depression and it is it is crazy. But Shay is a lot. Shay has done what Lexapro is trying to do for years. <laughs> Listeners, we want to hear from you. Would you get the pretty surgery to cure your depression, knowing that it gives up your normal way of thinking, just in general about forming opinions? 
It's exactly. a hard one. It's a hard one. You'd you'd be really pretty. You wouldn't be depressed, but you also would be insanely different. We're presenting a hypothetical situation you could bring up at fun gatherings with your friends or funerals, whatever Pil- setting works for you. Pillow talk, right after you've just been with your lover. Sit down and say, hey, I was listening to this podcast and they posed a really interesting question. And this is where you would introduce this part. And you and your, your, your boo can get it on talking about would you cure your depression in exchange for having no opinions. No thoughts, head empty. Arm spaghetti. Just think about that. Think as about we, it. Think as about we it. Go Ooh, on. Think about it as we wrap up this first ep- first book. And Shay's very happy. She's, She's like, they made me go first since I was kicking and biting. Yeah, I'm crazy, lol. And Tally's like in tears because she's like, oh my god, I like fucked over my friend. And then like they did this to her. And she's different and I can't change that. And she's only mildly annoyed that Tally interrupted her TED talk to try to like sway all the Smokies to be pretties. Um, but. And yeah, she still remembers everything. She just has an entire new outlook. Yeah, and Tally's, and she's like, why would I be mad at you? Like, that was ugly stuff. And I'm pretty now. <laughs> like, that's, like, literally how she always responds. Because Tally tries to be like, no, Shay, listen. And she's like, I'm listening. But it doesn't matter, because I'm pretty now. <laughs> yeah, she's like, ooh, actually, David doesn't know that you're the rat. I won't tell your ugly little secret. I really enjoyed uh, her saying it was an ugly little secret. God, so wild. But then, you know, David frees all of the people that are left... Mm-hmm. So it's like Croy, it's Maddie, and I like a couple others. It's not many people left in these rooms. Yeah. And David's like, Mom, where's Dad? And she's like, we have to go now, David. And he's like, but Mom, where's Dad? And she's like, David, come on, we have to go now. And then Tally's like, Shay, what are you doing? And she's like, this sounds bubbly. Which and apparently like, is like Gucci. I know, though. and Maddie's like, bring her along. And like we're like, why? But they bring her, and then like Maddie as they're like leaving is like, we can't go back for your dad, David. He's Aww. dead, which is like so sad. It did make me sad. And I, uh, I'm i kind of holding on to hope. I, I haven't read them, so don't tell yeah. me. But I, I did know Shay said something where she was like, he looked fine when I last saw him. So I'm kind of just hoping that he might be a pretty baby. I don't know. Well, because the way Maddie had made it sound was like, or David's retelling it of the way Maddie had explained it, that since, like, they were so old and had so many memories, like, because, like, at the base level, the pre-surgery doesn't, like, change what you remember. Yeah. And so, like, they were worried that if they turned Maddie and asked pretty, they would still try to be like well pretty but like we still remember everything bad special uh, circumstances did so they were trying to get away to wipe his memory and that's what killed him oh did you miss that really yeah you know what i i think i read it it was it, quick it was so quick oh that's that's pretty sad yeah and so like they took him to, to oh, test so he something. like is dead i think so okay unless they're lying but so they're headed up in the elevator to the roof and boy david is going through the five stages of grief. He's got to go every level. Honestly. Yeah, and really also, fast. like, could you imagine having to uh, escape while also just processing uh, your the death of your father? Oh, that sounds terrible. I know. I couldn't do it. And they have no crash bracelets for these four hovercrafts as they escape, and the specials are now coming after them because they've yeah. the alarms are off. All bets are off. And so they're, you know, they all go off in different directions. They cut out the trackers from, like, their, like, prisoner uniforms. And luckily there are a lot of uglies out to help them, and they're also hoverboarding, so yeah. they can... So like, there's, like, seas of people that, like, that are throwing all these specials off. And they meet in a cave, which... Scott Marshall loves caves. 
Yeah, he's a little slut for caves. The next Scott Westerfeld, we see you. Spoiler, the top five for this episode is ranking Scott Westerfeld's caves. <laughs> uh, and, you know, so Tally's like, I think, the last person to get there with Shay. No, Tally's the first. Tally's the first, you're right. And then Croy is the second, and he's like, there were a bunch of people at hoverboarding, and are they at a, they're not at the Rusty Ruins, right? They're hiding at a waterfall. They're hiding at, like, a waterfall near the Rusty Ruins, but not at the Rusty Ruins. They're gonna hike there the next morning. They meet up with the three other randos. Other randos. And and Shay's there just complaining the whole time. She's like, what are we gonna go back? I need dry shampoo. And I, she's a little bit hung. She's still a little drunk, too. Yeah. Which is great. I've and I also Shay. love that uh, 16-year-olds drinking is legal in this world. Yeah. This, yeah, there's a lot happening in yeah, the town. Yeah, and so Shay's, like, complaining, but, like, not enough to, like, do anything about it. Like, Shay's not gonna change the circumstance. Like, at any point, Shay could get up and leave, but she refuses. All she's gonna do is just keep complaining. And I love that Croy and the other boy, I don't remember if it was Ryder or Asterix, are yeah. just watching everything she's doing, mouth agape, just completely enthralled. Yeah, because like, well, they used to be like friends with her, so they're and like, now she's oh hot. my god. <laughs> and, um, so, and then Maddie and David took their time because, yeah, I like, mean, mom and dad, or mom and son, they need a moment. They need a moment. You know, dad just died. Um, but then, you know, they're in the ruins, and we kind of cover, like, a, a few, like, weeks at a time, essentially, or a few days at a time. It takes approximately, I know they're there for sure for 20 days, because that's how long it takes me. Ah, uh, yeah. So they're, they're hiding out in the ruins, but as they're doing this, Maddie's trying to look for a way to break the lesions, get them out of people's heads. And more uglies are coming, and, you know, all bets are off now. Maddie's like, we're going to tell every single person about this surgery, and if they believe it or not, that's up to them. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of talking about this impact, about, like, you know, some uglies, you know, they don't believe it, but then some uglies are, like, going to New Pretty Town at night to see their old friends, to see if they are truly different. Yeah, word is spreading now. And yeah. a little bit prior to this, I wanted to prompt this. At the same time, Tally's kind of having an existential crisis yeah. on 384, where she says, which is worse, a friend with brain damage or one who despised you? And I was kind of curious to hear your thoughts on it. If your friend with brain damage wasn't had brain damage, I was going to out you as like a traitor mm-hmm. to everyone, would you rather them have brain damage? I mean, selfishly I want to say yes because I love gassing myself up as a bad boy, but I yeah. think I, well, I, I want to deal with my consequences. Yeah, I feel like if I, if I wanted this person to forgive me... I'd rather them not have brain damage. Yes. But, like, in this specific situation, I feel like I prefer Shay despising me. Like, if I was Tally. But if it was, like, a different situation where it's, like, a friend was just mad at me and I don't really see our friendship going back to what it was or it wasn't a good friendship in the first place, I'd be like, cool. Be pretty have your brain damage. Honestly, yeah. I right? Think, like, I think there's certain was, situations. Yeah. If I was really mad at them, if it was, like, the MB in my life or the DM in my life, maybe I'd just let them kind of fester up. Be pretty. Um, who knows? Who knows? Add that to conversational you know, topics of you the know, depression. When you're, you know, laying next to your boo at night. Exactly. Before they close their eyes, just go, hey, another quick question. Would you rather I have brain damage or I despise you? And then you go answer carefully. And then you just wait. See what they do. Don't give them any context. (laughs) 
like, don't give them any context and then introduce this entire plot. Because that's what's important. That's how you test people. Exactly. And if you want to include in our fan mail what the outcome was, we would really love to and hear And again, it. we're really excited to write the history book for the apocalypse. Uh. <laughs> so, we were saying earlier, Maddie, Maddie found a cure to the relations. Yeah. And they need a willing participant. Willing Underlined. Yeah, because they try to kind of introduce this to Shay, and she's like, why do I want to do that? I'm pretty, and I don't care about anything. Mm-hmm. And Tally's just getting really upset because they just kind of want, to, she wants to, like, force Shay to take this medicine, and Maddie's like, no, we don't do that because that makes us as bad as them. Yes. Like, turning people pretty against their will and changing their brain against their will. Yeah, and Tally is like, Jesus, okay, I'll, like, begrudgingly become, like, really sexy, no thoughts on D. Yeah. Like, shimbo and, and, you know, and, like, in this, like, split moment, you know, Tally confesses to David, and David's like, that's not true, and Tally's like, no, it is, and her mom's like, and his mom's like, no, it is, and, like, David, you know, has another thing to wrap his head around, like, this, you know, his dad is dead, mm-hmm. his home is gone, and the girl he's falling in love with has betrayed his entire life. I honestly, I could not forgive someone if I, my dad died because of them. I, you couldn't. And no. Tally, like, kind of wants to say goodbye to David, and Maddie's like, dude, no. Maddie keeps her shit together. Yeah. I would go off. She yeah. knew. Yeah. She owes Tally nothing. Yeah. And so Tally's like, you know, okay, I'll be your participant. And I would, but David's like also sad because he doesn't want Tally to become pretty. So again, a lot going on for David. Truly poor David right now. I feel so bad for him. I don't feel bad for Tally at all because her new reality is just going to be sexy and take pills every yeah, day. Which but is, I feel that's bad for, what I do every yeah. day. But I feel bad for David. I don't feel bad for Tally. I feel bad for David. I just want to get my sexy and take pills every day joke in there. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> do you want to take it back and I'll laugh this time? No. <laughs> I was testing out your honest reaction. I'll just, I'll just. I cross. was too, I was too involved in this book. Okay, take pills and be sexy. I'm gonna cross that joke. Laura will introduce uh, another plot point after you say it. <laughs> so Tally gives herself up. She goes to Shay and she's like, "Yeah." She's like, "We're gonna have so much fun. We're gonna party all the time." And Tally like signs a contract, basically being like, "No matter how much my brain has changed, I've consented to being the person who's gonna test this pill to r- remove the brain lesions." Yeah. I would love to uh, an image of Tally like trying the kicking and screaming, but it's her just being like, like doing like a bend and snap, and she's like, "No, don't operate on me." I don't know why I, <laughs> I've like built her up as big shimbo. I love it. And she's not. Oh my gosh. Um, well, that and that's where we leave off for book one, and now we have to go read pretties. Um, Maggie, we did not write a top five for this episode because we were too excited to get recording. I know, um, but. Uh, I have, uh, I have a pitch for a top five. Okay, and I have a acceptance or rejection. Oh my god, great. <laughs> I am so glad I wore my suit and tie for this. Uh, so, because I feel like, you know, we get into this thing where Tally's, you know, she's a great liar. She's very quick on her feet. And I think we should be quick on our feet. Okay. And we should talk about our top five things we would love to see happen for the rest of the series. Okay, I would, uh, love Dad to come back. Oh, that's one. Um, okay. okay. I would, I would love to see, like... A sex scene in this is that bad no. i would love to see a sex scene like yeah. we haven't gotten one yet and i am miss gossip girl where there's like always sex scenes tally gets head 2021 <laughs> i want 40 pages of tally getting head we see more caves <laughs> tally's caves are getting explored if you know what i mean um shay and paris become a thing oh 
that's a good one. That'd be really fun. Oh my gosh. I um, want Paris to come back somehow. I that's a good one too. Yeah. Um what's something else? I want um I want, you know The boss to run a marathon. Well the boss is dead. I know. He comes back. He too. comes back. I want the boss to come back. Um, I really want them to keep saving the books that they have saved. Me too. I hope we don't just, like, kind of forget about that as the book continues. I want Croy to be the bachelor. I want their, and I, <laughs> and I want, oh my gosh, and I don't know if this actually happens. I want there to be, like, another city that has a bunch of people that, they like, can, like, help them. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. How much of this do you remember? I remember things like as we're reading it. Like I remember pretties. I know I remember she became comes pretty. Mm-hmm. I remember the cave scene really well. Because okay. I remember thinking it was so romantic then and I still can't think it was romantic now. And uh, I remember the roller coaster scene really, really well. Um, I forgot about like the whole like parents' house like cave thing and I forgot about the whole like I I remembered that she destroyed the pendant. Mm-hmm. But when it was introduced I was like, right, she accidentally destroys it and that's what brings them there. Yeah. Um so I feel like I'm remembering things like as they happen. Um I'm excited for pretties. I haven't started it yet. I haven't started it either. Oh my god, twins. Twins. Um but yeah, I, I, I feel like as I'm reading things I'm remembering more and more. Mm-hmm. So like it'll be like, Oh, this is introduced and I'm like, and that's how that like that's how this plays out. Mm-hmm. But like going into pretties, I'm like, I really don't remember a ton of what happens. I remember a lot more of specials, I think. Okay. Yeah. So <gasps> I'm excited. Exciting. Yeah. Alright, well, we did it. This is we finished book one. Two that more was books. Fast. It's so fast. Yeah. And get ready for I uh, probably three more episodes for pretties and then three more episodes for specials. We're doing weekly for this series. We're gonna plow through because we're so excited. Because we really just wanna get get get, get our pod keep moving and grooving, as we say. Little shimbos. Little shimbos. We're gonna Why keep... didn't we call the podcast Little Shimbos? <laughs> Little Shimbos. We're gonna keep hoeing and growing. Oh my god, that's so cute. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, and as always, don't forget to rate and review Yahweh Reddit on wherever you listen to podcasts. We would appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, if I have to ask you one more time, I'm going to freaking lose it. No, I really appreciate it. We'd really appreciate it. We're almost to 69 ratings. Um, I did put out about five Craigslist ads for five-star ratings you know, before we started this episode. We have to get creative. The pandemic's going on. We're doing our best to get our ratings up. Uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. We hope you're having as much fun experiencing Uglies as yeah. we are. And thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good rest of your day or evening, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. Exactly. All right. Goodbye. You were just listening to an Audiment podcast.